0: Before we get into today's episode, we had a small audio glitch and ended up actually losing the episode. Uh, We'll be back next week with two episodes for you guys. And until then, please enjoy an episode of Brewing It Live with Lotus and Han. Thanks so much for listening. Gals and non binary pals, welcome to Into the 99. I'm your host, Lotus, for another episode of Brewing It Live, where we brew with the help from chat a commander deck from scratch. Today, I have the amazing Han. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, and today we're enrolling in uh Quadrix. Is it Quadrix? Quandrix. Quandrix. Quandrix, yes, we're going to enroll in that class today. And uh, we're going to brew Adrix and Nev Twincaster, one of the brand new faces of Commander 2021. It is a legendary merfolk wizard, 2 2 for 2 and a green and a blue, with Ward 2. The new mechanic Whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell and ability an opponent controls, counter it unless that player pays 2. And the uh, piece to resistance is its second ability. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many of those tokens are created instead. Now, it's nuts. Obviously, they've they've not released the deck yet, so we don't know what's going to be in it. Might be some really cool new cards, but it's nuts.
1: Yeah, uh, MTG card crazy, already said. Like, such an amazing card, and I completely agree. Like, even down to the fact that it's got 2s across the board, and it's mana value, ward 2, 2, 2. I love it. It's great. It it almost Um,
0: gives you that reminiscing of Ayula.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I definitely looked at all five, and I went... This is the one that I want to brew first. <laughs> so I'm very excited for this, honestly. Um and I'm so yeah.
0: I'm so glad with this site. So we use Archidect, these amazing people, and they're so up to date, they've even got the wide arts available.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way we just lose all the reminder text, and we don't need to know what Ward is. It's not brand new.
0: No, we've had it before.
1: <laughs> so Lotus, uh I mean, let's get us started here. Uh, Were there any specific cards you wanted to start off with? I mean, I
0: would like to discuss one specific
1: card. Sure.
0: You might have seen it going around on the internet, how stupid this card is. I'm just going to say Helm of the Host. Oh, yeah. So, Helm of the Host on this commander... Is bonkers. Is bonkers. Because turn one, you get two... Ah, thanks for the follow, Empress Rera. On turn two, you get, I think it's 11, and then it goes up to something like 2,000?
1: Yeah. I was uh, explaining to my friend Pops uh, a potential in here. So, I mean, yeah, Helm of the Host goes insane. Anything that exponentially grows any amount of tokens is going to be insane in this deck. Yeah. Um, Which... So the example that uh, that I gave to uh, my buddy Pops when I first saw this and I was just driving in the car, I said, hmm, I want to throw a Sakashima on this. That way I bl- break the legendary rule. I have Ward 2 on Sakashima that's a copy of this. And now I'm quadrupling my token generation. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, that that went from having just two of them on the board and my brain went kicking rights of right of replication and now instead of five token copies you're making 20
0: so right of replication then
1: yeah (laughs) now any creature you're making 20 of i just that was my first initial thought when i saw this and i went that's insane i'm just 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 gonna
0: say it if you're gonna put sakashima in there uh, i'm gonna put in spark double just... I love it. Same thing, just slightly odd. Yeah. Okay, so... Totally fits. <laughs> I think we've already broken this deck. That's it, we're done. Good night. Oh, a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a great starter package for sure. Um, we have in chat... Uh, Empress Rare says, Get you that growth spiral. <laughs> and... Uh, Ashen says, Fable of Wolf and Owl.
0: Fable of Wolf and Owl. Yeah. So that is 3 Simic 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 for an enchantment. Whenever you play a green spell, you may put a 2-2 wolf creature token into play. Whenever you play a blue spell, you may put a 1-1 bird into play. Oh, and that's from Shadowmoor, I believe. So if it's not been reprinted, that card might go up in price. So if you want to get that, I'd get that pretty soon.
1: Yeah, for sure. It sounds great. You're making copies of... Two two wolves and one one flying birds. Except you're making two of each of them. Yeah, that seems great.
0: Oh, I've just seen Empress Rara's comment and I completely forgot about Bio Visionary.
1: Yep, Bio Visionary is fantastic. So, Bio Visionary is one green and a blue. For a human wizard creature, at the beginning of the end step, if you control four or more creatures named Bio Visionary, you win the game. (laughs) <laughs> yep that alternate win condition <laughs> Four, four, you say didn't we just if we have our commander in sakashima doesn't that just do it right there yeah yeah S- seems great
0: <laughs> so are we going to put the elephants in the room in the deck
1: what what elephants do you mean so we're, we're, in, we're in green not white
0: doubling season
1: Oh, you were talking about doubling season? I'm sorry.
0: No, not physical elephants. I'm not generous gifting anything. <laughs> uh-huh. And
1: See, the I thought the elephant in the room was going to be a whole breacher because I would love to make double treasure tokens.
0: I was thinking the same thing, but I'm not going <laughs> down the degenerate route, so I'm glad what? you brought that up, not me.
1: Oh yeah, that's all on me. I, no... So What, we get to make double the treasure tokens? Absolutely. But yeah, let's go back to Parallel Lives and Doubling Season here. <laughs> so for
0: anyone that doesn't know, uh, Doubling Season is four and a green for an enchantment. If an effect would create one or more tokens under your control, it creates twice that many instead. If an effect would put one or more counters on a permanent, it creates twice as many instead. And then we have Parallel Lives Um for three and a green. If an effect would put one or more tokens onto the battlefield, put twice as many instead.
1: Uh, Rara, thank you for being able to make it tonight. I know it was late. Um, Rara also says Mechanized Production. I'll throw a little bit of a curveball for you. Uh, mechanized Production is uh, two blue and blue. It's an aura enchantment, and you enchant an artifact you control. And At the beginning of your upkeep, create a token that's a copy of Enchanted Artifact. Then if you control eight or more artifacts with the same name as one another, you win the game. Treasure tokens. Mechanized um, production.
0: We have Sakashima out on the board, and then we make token copies of Helm of the Host. Just saying. <laughs> Not that I'm really going hell on this.
1: Yep. We're 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 having multiple copies of Helms of the Host. That doesn't seem crazy. <laughs>
0: Come on then, what's your next one? What do you want to put in this dig- disgusting deck already?
1: Oh, well, before we go there, uh, Ashen has uh, a couple in chat, uh, in chat saying uh, Clone Legion, uh, as well as Second Harvest. Okay, so Clone Legion you want to first,
0: because I run this in my Merfolk deck. Because I'm thinking of actually putting this in my 99 in, uh, with uh, Kamina, or replacing Kamina for a couple of months to see how this runs. Um, but Clone Legion is 7 blue-blue for a sorcery. For each creature, target player controls, create a token that's a copy of that creature. And then Second Harvest...
1: Yeah, Second Harvest. Uh, so it's the one that is 2 green-green for an instant, and for each token you control, you create a token that's a copy of that permanent. Ooh. So we're creating... Another token copy of everything, but wait, there's more. (laughs) We're creating two, possibly four more copies of it, or more. Yeah, Second Harvest is phenomenal in this deck. It's $1.79 right now. I think chat's
0: stealing my list. (laughs) (laughs) Progenitor Mimic.
1: Yep, Progenitor Mimic. Fantastic card does exactly the same thing as Helm of the Host, basically, I believe.
0: Uh, you may have Progenitor Mimic enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except it has, at the beginning of your upkeep, if this creature isn't a token, create a token that is a copy of this creature.
1: Yeah, seems great. So, yeah, so far it sounds to me like we're just making a bunch of tokens, um, not necessarily any kind of specific kind um i i honestly thought a lot of the time that we would just be going down merfolk you know tribal or merfolk merfolk tokens i i thought Um, of it yeah but i think that there's so much you can do with just the doubling token strategy that i don't think you necessarily have to go merfolk for sure no there's just so much you can do um, I will go ahead and put this out there for now because I like this card a lot. Um, Jungle Born Pioneer. Uh, it is a merfolk, and it's a two and a green. And on ETB, it actually creates a 1-1 one, one blue merfolk creature token with hexproof. Okay. So if we can get a couple of those out just to kind of go a little bit bonkers with, uh, <laughs> with some merfolk tokens, I think it'd be an interesting strategy. Yeah. Um but this is probably gonna be in the maybe board depending on how 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 far off the beaten path we go.
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, if I was just to literally put that straight in the maybe board because yeah. it's good go ahead. but it's not it's not
1: it's not this good. Yeah. <laughs> uh we have some more in chat here. Ashton says coma, which is actually on my list. Uh the cosmic com- serpent.
0: Yes um
1: cosmos serpent excuse me
0: three so, green green blue blue for a legendary creature serpent that can't be counted at the beginning of uh-huh. each upkeep each upkeep create a three three blue serpent creature token named coma's coil sacrifice Seems fair. we're making
1: four of those four of those in upkeep yeah
0: <laughs> sacrifice another serpent choose one uh, tap Target Permanent, its uh, activated abilities can't be activated this turn, or Coma Cosmos Serpent Gains Indestructible to end of turn, and it's a 6-6. Six, six.
1: And keep in mind, you don't have to tap Coma for any of those, so any number of those Coma's coils that you have, or even just another Serpent, technically, Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can't be understated that that Tap target permanent, and the fact that its activated abilities can't be activated this turn, that actually can shut down command- certain commanders just single-handedly. It's, it's pretty nuts just yeah. being able to do that at instant speed, no less. And, oh, satanic suggestion from Empress Rera. Okay. You would bring it up. Scoot Swarm, Goot Mob. I think the Swarm is the one that goes in here more.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the Scoot Swarm.
1: So, Scoot Swarm, two and a green for an instant with, uh, insect, rather, excuse me, with landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, create a 1-1 green insect creature token. Or, if you control six or more lands, create a token that's a copy of Scoot Swarm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you remember that thing we were talking about with exponential growth on tokens? Yeah, that's that's Scoot Swarm on a stick, right?
0: That seems reasonable. I say reasonable. (laughs) For us. Not for anyone else,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a that's a get rid of that card on site. Can I quickly Most of the time.
0: suggest a planeswalker? Sure, so it's been banned everywhere. Uh, Oko, Oko Thief of Crowns, so it's plus two is create a food token. We're going to end up making two. Um, we can also create something into a 3-3 elk, making it lose all its abilities. Um, So any artifact or creature that an opponent has, we can just elk them. Uh, The last ability I'm not so fussed about is making double food and having that removal effect on it seems pretty good.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Oko is pretty great. And Rara says, oh no, Oko, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can't be denied that it's... (laughs) Still pretty effective at the very least.
0: Yeah, it's a great commander card. Totally fair and balanced.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and kind of throw in a mystic reflection here just because of what it could potentially do.
0: Oh, I can see Jojo mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Mystic reflection. One and a blue. I forget it's only two mana. For an instant, choose target non-legendary creature. The next time one or more creatures or planeswalkers enter the battlefield this turn, they enter as copies of the chosen creature, and it foretells for Blue. Yeah. Now, what do you want to foretell, I wonder?
1: Yeah. I don't think there's going to be that many foretells in this. (laughs) Uh, I have one that seems very mm, useful, not necessarily in line with everything else i suppose okay uh so what do you think of going with a land that makes some tokens
0: oh reflecting pool
1: no field of the dead
0: (laughs) oh pawn. we're
1: making some zombies up in here too (laughs) reflecting (laughs) pool no i'm making some zombies on landfall
0: oh my god that's gone up so much so enters yep. the battlefield tapped and add colorless. Uh, when it or another land enters the battlefield under your control, if you control seven or ma- uh, more lands with different names, create a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token.
1: I mean, it's just incidental value at this point, right? So we're just going to make some tokens off of lands. We're going to make some tokens off of everything. Yeah. Yeah, seems good. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> That's I quite like it.
0: Yeah, that's disgusting. So we're going to have a lot of people removing our creatures, I feel. And one Mm. thing Quandrix doesn't do, because it's not Simic, it's Quandrix, because math is magic, um, is we need to reuse them somehow. So I would like to suggest a Mimic Fat.
1: We'll be right back
0: It doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, uh. way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast
1: platforms now. Yep, Mimic Vet is on my list as well. So, three colours
0: for an artefact with imprint. Whenever a non-token creature dies anyone's you may exile that card if you do return each other creature card exiled with mimic vat to its owner's graveyard but for three and tap create a token copy of the creature that's exiled under it and exile it at the beginning of the next end step
1: so we're making multiple tokens
0: yeah but they gain haste so we can use them straight away
1: i quite like that so to go hand-in-hand hand with that, actually, you know what, Let's. I'm going to have a suggestion, uh, and I'm going to go back to Ashen, who stole my later suggestion that I was going to bring up, but uh, <laughs> what do you think of Shaper's Sanctuary? Because I quite like it in this deck a lot. What's
0: that uh, one? Shaper's
1: Sanctuary is a one-green enchantment out of Ixalan. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, you may draw a card.
0: Ooh, That's not so, bad.
1: Our commander necessarily doesn't need to be targeted because this is creature. So any of our creature tokens, if they, for whatever reason, happen to need to be removed by our opponents, for us, they might as well just be tokens. You know, something like Mimic Fat that we're going to sacrifice at the end step. But anything else that's permanent that they have to get rid of, why not just make them all cantrip, right? So any creature spells that are happening, any tokens that we're getting value off of, if they decide to target it, We're just going to get to draw cards off of it.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot.
1: I was quite happy with that one. That one was a fun one that I found, and I just went, ooh, this is going in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what's that card that Ashen stole the thunder from you? Let me guess. Oh, it's Um, Arachnogenesis. Yeah, I thought it was. (laughs) I still need to get myself one of these.
1: It's only going to go up, because you know, these tokens that are going to be created by Arachnogenesis, which are going to be twice with our commander. Uh, Two and a green, for an instant, put x one two green spider creature tokens with reach onto the battlefield, where X is the number of creatures attacking you. Prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by non-spider creatures. So, our spiders will block. We'll have double of the blockers as well. They do not get sacrificed at the end step, and we get to essentially double block anything, (laughs) not even chump block, it's pretty fantastic. Um, And spiders only are the, these these spiders are the only ones that are dealing damage, so all the combat damage that are, that you're blocking or anything like that, your spiders live through it no matter what.
0: Okay, okay. Now, I have noticed a large selection of non-creature spells, so Mm -hmm. may I recommend a Shark Typhoon? Ooh, I like it. Five and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying, where X is the spell's converted mana cost. You can cycle it for X, one, and blue to discard and draw a card. Uh, And when you cycle it, create an XX blue shark creature token with flying.
1: Lotus, you lied. That's an enchantment. What did I say it was? You said you you were looking for creature spells. Non-creature spells. (laughs) <laughs> uh ashen's in chat saying gore uh gold murdrak i believe that's the the amphibian one right
0: gore murdrak uh
1: yeah amphibologist. g-o-r gore murdrak uh legendary creature human scout one green and a blue uh for a three two you and permanence you control have protection from salamanders that's what it is salamanders. ah this guy uh, <laughs> At the beginning of your end step, each player who controls the fewest creatures creates a 4-3 blue salamander warrior creature token. So, we have protection from salamanders. We don't give them double the amount of salamanders, though. Okay.
0: See, I feel that in a deck like this, we're gonna have the most creatures. So, I'm gonna put it in the maybe board for now... I'm not discounting sure. it, but I believe that we won't benefit from that salamander as much as we think we will.
1: I think that's fair. It, it doesn't give our deck value. It gives us protection f- it from giving other people, people more creatures. And it doesn't double these because it's tokens that would be created under your control. Mm. So,
0: And if this gets destroyed, we no longer have protection from all the salamanders we're giving out.
1: Yeah. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and Ashen says, under the same premise as Shark Typhoon, Metallurgic Summonings? Ooh. So, Metallurgic Summonings is a... Uh, enchantment. Three blue blue. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, create an XX colorless construct artifact creature token, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. Three blue blue. For the activated ability, while you exile metallurgic summonings, return all instant and sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this ability only if you control six or more artifacts.
0: Oh, can, you, Im- that's good. can you imagine putting a Helm of the Host on that and just keep recasting? Like, animate it somehow. Yeah? Like, literally... Animate th- an enchantment. Animate an enchantment, turn it into a creature, and then Helm of the Host it and just keep recycling our instants and sorceries. <laughs> Not sure how to do that, but Magical Christmas land does exist.
1: Right. Um so I think here. I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: I I I just wanna absolutely talk about this one. Bio waste blob. Oh so goodness. Bio waste blob is too green green for an ooze from Commander Legends. Uh it's a zero zero. Uh oozes you control get plus one plus one. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control a commander, create a token copy that's a copy of Bio Waste Blob. That would get out so, of hand very quickly.
1: So, as long as you create your commander, you'd make two copies of Bio Waste Blobs, and they're all giving each other plus one, plus one, right?
0: They give themselves plus one, plus one as well.
1: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, okay.
0: That could get out of hand very quickly.
1: Oh man, at that point I just want to throw in a Biogenic Ooze, if we're going that route.
0: Uh Biogenic Ooze is 3 green green. When it enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 two, two green ooze creature token. At the beginning of your end step, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on each ooze you control. Uh, 1 green green green, create a 2-2 two, two ooze.
1: Yeah. Actually that might not be as good as I think though, right? I mean we can go wider on oozes, but I don't think they make oozes like it puts counters on them. I thought they I thought it made the it was the other way around.
0: Oh uh, no, but you can pay four to make an ooze. So it actually makes tokens itself as well.
1: Yeah. I don't think I like it as much, honestly though. Really? Now that I think about it. Yeah. Okay. Because that that would it's too reliant on having the ooze card. I think um the one you suggested just does it by itself. It's okay. self so I think that's better in that regard. I'll uh, put it in Rara the maybe board. Oh, uh, Ashen says, uh, also, Lotus, surely deranged hermit, deep forest hermit, and other squirrel makers need to go in. <laughs> I think, I believe he's referring to your Toski deck, however. I don't know about the tokens, however, I do agree with Toski.
0: Yes, um, Toski... Although it doesn't make tokens, the amount of token creatures we're gonna make, the ability yep. to draw a card is I think
1: that's all you need, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> from Toski. And that just does so much work with the amount of tokens we're creating just in general.
0: Yeah. As much as I'd love to shove loads of squirrels in here, I there's better stuff to do.
1: I I also agree. I think the one one squirrels. I think in Toski it's it's great. I don't think that in the Twincaster's deck it doesn't need to go in. That's now M- Rara says March of the Machines and Micah Lattice. It's a clunky way to do it, but it might work.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> to animate the enchantment, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I think that is definitely clunky. I don't think it's. <laughs> it, um... I don't think it quite fits, although Rara also says. <laughs> I highly recommend gutter grime. Okay. What's in gutter Grime. That one I'm not familiar with.
0: Gutter Grime is let me look. Four and a green for an enchantment. Whenever a non token creature you control dies, put a slime counter on gutter grime. Then put a green ooze creature token onto the battlefield with this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of slime counters on gutter grime.
1: Okay. So this relies on our non token creatures though dying. Yeah. Mm.
0: I'm, I like it, but I feel that grime is in the maybe board for now until the end. Just because we're making so many tokens, I don't feel we're going to have that many creatures.
1: Yeah, I think the, I think the token, if it was tokens dying, I would be all for it. Oh, that I mean, would be beautiful. Be yeah.
0: So there's one uh, that I do want to put in. Giant Adaphage. Sure. Giant Adaphage is five green green for a seven seven insect with trample. Whenever giant Adaphage deals combat damage to a player, create a token that is a copy of giant Adaphage. Okay, just making
1: giant seven seven trample for seven. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's on
0: the same level as Colossal Dreadmore, um, except it makes more copies of itself.
1: Cool, cool uh jojo legendary jojo with (laughs) the suggestions uh is suggesting azuri's predation azuri's predation is one of those uh expensive ones if i'm not mistaken nowadays right it's about twenty dollars yeah yeah it's up there with arachnogenesis i think um so azuri's predation five green 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 uh, for a sorcery, for each creature your opponents control, put a 4-4 four, four green beast creature token onto the battlefield. Each of those beasts fights a different one of those creatures.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So if we're making double that, but those each fight a different one of those creatures?
0: For each creature your opponent I... controls, put a 4-4 beast onto the battlefield. Each of those beasts fight a different one of those creatures.
1: Yeah, so how would that work with the fight part of it? When there's double the amount of beast creatures.
0: Huh. I haven't thought of that. They each fight a different one. I suppose once you fight each one once, you've run out. I'm going to ask Ashen in chat just to um, check on that one for us. Um,
1: That's an interesting situation. Yeah, that, that is an interesting...
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we make like six, seven copies of that, how does that work?
1: Because it's for each creature your opponent's control so it's literally your all of your all of your opponent's creatures on the board
0: yeah so i so presume you're, you're you just inevitably have to gonna run once. out
1: <laughs> 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 we've broken something already i love it okay whoops um ashen says orvar orvar the, orvar the all form. yeah there we go i couldn't remember if it was orvar the all seeing or all-form. Yep, all form All-form. yeah
0: three in a blue for a shapeshifter uh changeling uh, whenever you cast an instant sorcery spell, if it targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token that is a copy of one of those permanents. When a spell or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard this card, create a token that's a copy of target permanent. Hmm,
1: interesting. Okay. I, lo- I like so... it.
0: Um. I don't think we're going to be doing much... T- well, hang on a second. Let's put it in the maybe board, because we've got right yeah. of Replication. Targeting...
1: Yeah, targeting means copy of one of those permanents. So it's just making one copy every time we target something. But I think that that's not the worst thing. It depends on how we go. Because I can imagine if we if we put things in such as, you know, ghostly flicker, we can definitely abuse that to, you know, target it, make a copy, and then mm-hmm. bring it back. I, I can definitely see a world where that definitely comes into play. Um but let's let's put it to the side for just this moment. I think it's a strong maybe board. Um, what do you think? Oh. Uh, I had a, I had one that I really wanted to put in. Um, I really like the idea of putting in a Merc Fiend liege, personally. Is that the so, um, Lord? It's the green and blue creature Lord that also untaps all green and or blue creatures you control during each other's players, untaps that. So we get another Seedborn Muse effect for creatures. I like that. So, you know, send our tokens sideways, get them back up for blockers. Yeah. I quite like it.
0: Yeah, I like that. I've just noticed Ashen has confirmed that if there are more creatures created um, than there are to fight, they don't fight.
1: Okay. Yeah, so once you run out of creatures, you don't have to. It's There's nothing not left gonna, to fight. It's not yeah. Perfect. Cool. So, I like it. And I believe I missed... A suggestion in uh, chat earlier, uh, I believe it was uh, Michaeloth Oh. So Michaeloth is three green green for the fungus four four with devour two. As it enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This creature enters the battlefield with twice that many plus one plus one counters on it. And at the beginning of your upkeep, create A 1-1 green sapling creature token for each plus 1 plus 1 counter on Michaeloth. Oh, wow. Yep. That seems insane. Yeah. ETB, let's sack a bunch of creatures that are tokens, typically, I would imagine. And then we have a crazy amount of plus 1 plus 1 counters on this. And at the beginning of Upkeep, we're going to just make a bunch more sapling tokens. Yeah. Maybe we do go that ghostly flicker route. (laughs) True.
0: Now See, I just want to put in a really pet card of mine.
1: Oh, what you got, Lotus?
0: Polyraptor.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Polyraptor is a sixth green green 5-5 five, five dinosaur within rage. Whenever Polyraptor is dealt damage, create a token that is a copy of Polyraptor. I love this so I had... much.
1: I hadn't even thought of that, but hmm. Polyraptor so even is... if we were to trade evenly, we would come out on top, right? Basically with our commander. You don't commander. care.
0: You literally swing it every turn at anyone, even if their board state's <laughs> massive, massive. It dies. You get two more. You keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it so much. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. let's throw that in. Let's throw that in. <laughs> I need I'm to get myself
0: it. one again. I miss having them.
1: I have so many now. Because I, I when I when I went and uh, made my dinosaur deck, I think I ordered two too many copies. So I think I have three now. Wow, unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rara says doubling down on suggesting Edric and also maybe Cold-eyed Selkie as a decent clone target.
0: So Edric. So
1: Selkie is the one one. Yeah. So Selkie is the one one Merfolk with Island Walk that draws you cards. For how, however much power, so generally draws you one card by itself. Yeah. Um, now in conjunction with Edric, the Spy Master, right? Yeah. So yeah, you can. I can see that. I think that uh, for for myself, I think Toski does that, but for everybody, right? I don't think it's necessary to have it specifically on Cold-eyed Selkie, personally. Um, but. You know, it's the Edric effect of whenever a creature deals combat damage. I do like that.
0: Yeah. So you want Edric in there? Right. It's just another Toski then, isn't it?
1: Uh, Rara says Edric's neat as it doesn't need to be your creatures. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, its controller may draw a card. So it, But it gives it, that effect to everybody else, right? Yeah. See, I'm greedy. I, I, I like being able to just have that effect asymmetrical, not yeah for the whole board. Yeah. I like but it,
0: <laughs> but I'm greedy too. I I want those card draws.
1: Yeah, give me all of them all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, if we're going down the card draw route, how about I don't know? We're gonna make a lot of creatures. A a, a great henge. I mean, it won't trigger yeah. for tokens.
1: Um, yeah, can't go wrong with can't go wrong with great henge. Typically speaking,
0: and then Garrick's uprising. I can see it. Just a so, couple of card draw effects and Garruk's Uprising also gives us trample.
1: Yeah. I think that's fine. Um see me personally I decided to go with more the bident of thassa and kind of because we're going so wide I chose to go more that route as far as the uh as far as the draw route okay. instead of because not we're not with Garruk's Uprising and things of that sort. We're not necessarily bringing in powerful creatures all the time, so I, I just wanted to swing in for the, for the draws personally, but we can certainly go that route. I don't think that that's a bad idea either.
0: Yeah, well I'll put Biden Fassa because whenever a creature you control deals damage to a player, uh, combat damage, uh, you may draw a card.
1: Yep. Uh, Ashton says, I think you'll need some sort of a lab man effect with a ridiculous amount of card draw. Oh, how about Thassa's Oracle? Right of replicating that with. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: I mean, even Thassa's if we Oracle. put something that duplicates tokens. Nope, that's all dealer Thassa.
1: Rara, thank you for thank you for joining the stream. I appreciate the suggestions. Have a good. Thank one. you for staying up late.
0: <laughs> Take care. <laughs> so Thassa's Oracle. When Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library, where X is your devotion to blue put up to one of them on top of your library, and the rest on the bottom of your library in the random order. If x is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. Now, even if we use right of Replication on this and make so many copies, the fact that we can scry, I say scry loosely, sort out our deck to get the best cards on top, yeah. that's just good value.
1: Yeah, and we'll get a bunch of those trigger effects as well, so we can kind of Draw a bunch of cards no less on top. I yeah. like it quite a bit. Yeah, it'll certainly do the job there
0: I've been holding off it, but I kind of just want to go degenerate and just put in a whole breacher <laughs> <laughs> If an opponent Join would draw a card side. except the first one they draw in each of their draw steps Instead create a treasure token. We're gonna need the mana. Okay.
1: So at this point now that we're officially including the whole breacher here so, <laughs> I want to protect Hull Breacher, and I want to protect my commander, right? Is that something we can agree on? Sure. How do you feel about Copala, Warden of Waves? So, Copala, Warden of Waves, is a legendary merfolk wizard. Yep. 2-2. Uh, two, two, 1 blue blue for the casting cost, and spells your opponents cast that target a merfolk you control. Cost 2 more to cast. Abilities your opponents activate that target a merfolk you control cost two more to activate so hull breacher will now be a little bit more resilient and our commander will definitely be more resilient
0: definitely definitely i like that okay we are definitely making some tokens here
1: yeah we've got a decent bit of tokens um one more that i really like as far as token generation how do you feel about a chasm skulker Chasm Skulker. Yeah. So it's a 2-1 Squid Horror. Yeah. 1-1, one, one, whenever you draw a card, put a plus-1, one, plus-1 one counter on Chasm Skulker. Now, when Chasm Skulker dies, put X 1-1 blue squid creature tokens with Island Walk onto the battlefield, where X is the number of plus-1, one, plus-1 one counters on Chasm Skulker. Okay. As I said previously, if we're drawing cards off of combat damage dealt...
0: Okay, I'm listening.
1: <laughs> Chasm, Kul- Skulker will draw us a bunch of cards, gain a bunch of plus one plus one counters, and whenever it dies, we'll just get twice the number of X 1-1 one, one blue squid creature tokens with Island Walk. <laughs> okay.
0: So on the same thing then, what about Nadir Kraken? So Nadir yeah. Kraken is one blue blue for a 2-3. Whenever you draw a card, you may pay a colorless. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on the Kraken and create a 1-1 one, one Tentacle Creature token. Yeah. I don't think I it's think we can as certainly... powerful, because we don't make our tokens bigger, but we go wide with them. So I think
1: hand-in-hand hand with that, my next suggestion would have to be something like a Cryptolith Rite at that point, right? If we're just making all these tokens also all into Mana Dorks, then we can easily pay for the Nadir Kraken. Or any other ramping that we're doing, essentially?
0: One and a green enchantment. Creatures you control have tap. Add a mana of any colour. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Okay. We've gone very, very, very heavy in this. Token generation? Yeah, I I mean, that's what this whole deck does. We're (laughs) we're now in the last quarter, so we're at 74 cards. We've got... Okay. No way of... Dealing with threats, uh, ramp. So I think we should now try and focus a little on that before we finish sure. off on some uh, more fin- more big doublers.
1: <laughs> so, How do you feel about... I'm sorry, did you have one that you wanted to suggest here?
0: The one that I put in every green deck, Barrier Breach.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> two and a yep. green, instant, exile up to three target enchantments and it cycles for two. This Icoria okay. card just pick them up they're amazing
1: yeah 25 cents nice and cheap too yeah pick up a bunch of them uh so okay we're going down the down the route more of protection slash removal right yeah okay i mean we already suggested an arachnogenesis which which is kind of more protection creature wise from damage uh i i think the obvious one is just kind of throwing a gem and a beast within here right i think we definitely do that
0: uh, the Beast Within, yep. Yep. And, and
1: heroic intervention, since we're in green.
0: I was going to suggest, yeah. Oh, is this the time that we actually put in Lazer Top Plating? We can. Lazatop Top Plating is one in a blue instant. a mass one. Put a plus one, plus one counter on an army you control. If you don't control one, create a zero-zero army. You and permanents you control gain hexproof to end of turn.
1: So, my only... I don't mind the amass one. I just don't think that we're going to get too much value out of it. What do you say to a Simic charm instead? Okay. Give us a little bit of modal flexibility here while we're in Simic, no less.
0: Uh, Choose one. Target creature gets plus three, plus three. Permanent you control gain hexproof. Return target creature to its owner's hand. Oh, I like that. Yep, okay. Yeah, I think it's a little
1: bit more flexible here. Yeah, so. yeah I'll agree uh, with that. Ashen says Mystic Genesis, so two green, blue, blue, for an instant. It says counter target spell and create an XX green ooze creature token, where X is that spell CMC. Yeah, does what we want to do. Perhaps I'm reading this a bit late, but yeah, if we wanted to make an ooze out of it, I suppose. I think that's a maybe for me because of the sheer cost of the counter spell, but... We're, uh, in,
0: we're, certainly... we're in Simic. Sorry, Quandrix. We're in Quandrix. Quandrix.
1: that's fair that's fair
0: the ramp that we can do in these two colors is insane
1: sure now speaking of ramp i think the obvious ones are obvious so i'm going to leave those alone for the minute uh i want to go ahead and throw in an awakening zone so awakening zone we're going to go ahead and make at the beginning of your upkeep well it's Two and a green for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may create a zero, one colorless Eldrazi spawn creature token. It has sacrifices creature, add a colorless. Ooh. What do you think?
0: I like it. That's that's <laughs> basically in your upkeep, if you control your commander, have two mana.
1: <laughs> yeah, or just one regardless.
0: Yeah. No, I I like that a lot. Really do.
1: Uh, Ashen says from beyond. So, From Beyond is an enchantment. Three and a green. Uh, has Devoid. This card has no color. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one colorless Eldrazi Scion creature token onto the battlefield. It has Sacrifices creature. Add one to your mana pool. You can also pay one and a green to Sacrifice From Beyond. Search your library for an Eldrazi card. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Shuffle your library. Okay. I don't know if we're going Eldrazi. I, I was just saying Awakening Zone just for the sheer you know upkeep value of
0: <laughs> I mean that uh, this does the same token. thing I'm quite happy to shove it in for redundancy with a mana sure I mean yes we might not use the second ability to get an Eldrazi but yeah that's fair the rest of it's good
1: now can we agree that we're making a bunch of creatures just tokens, about or otherwise just about I think it's an easy growing rights for me yeah so growing rights of Itlamoc. Two in a green, legendary enchantment. One of the ETBs, you look at the top four cards of your library, reveal a creature card from among them, put it into your hand. Rest of them go on the bottom of your library. But at the beginning of your end step, if you control four or more creatures, you transform Growing Rites of Itlamok into itlamok Cradle of the Sun. For all intents and purposes, it taps for a green or it is a Gaia's cradle, which taps for a green for each creature in your mana uh, each creature you control. Yeah. Doesn't say non-token, just any creatures. That's uh, definitely Ashen, gonna be good. Ashen says tireless tracker. Oh okay. so Tireless Tracker works.
0: Tireless tracker is two and a green for a human scout three two. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, investigate. Uh so you put a colourless clue token, which is an artifact, onto the battlefield with two and sacrifice this artifact to draw a card. When you sacrifice a clue, put a plus one counter on Tireless Tracker. That's more card draw. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. I like that.
1: I like that quite a bit. So yeah, I think Tireless Tracker goes in here.
0: I think we're missing a big one, and I'm surprised that no one has mentioned this one.
1: Which one are you talking about?
0: The Avenger of... I have an inkling. The Avenger of Zendikar.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. We do have the Mystic Reflection too, no less. Yeah. We can definitely make... So five a green Avengers green a for curse. an
0: elemental five five. When it enters the battlefield, create a zero one plant creature token for each land you control. Whenever a land enters the battlefield, you may put a plus one counter on each plant you control. That that I'm surprised took so long to get to. Honestly.
1: I think it's just the one that's just straight up obvious. So I yeah. think maybe that's the reason why everybody's been kinda of calling out other ones. Oh, but, the other ones I have mean... been
0: amazing. Don't get me wrong.
1: I'm just surprised. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Avenger has a lot of a lot of a lot of easy easy synergies here. Obviously,
0: so JoJo's I, also saying Mirage Mirror.
1: I quite like Mirage Mirror as a card. It's a it's very much a pet card of mine personally. Okay, so Mirage Mirror, uh, it's a three mana artifact for two mana. You can have Mirage Mirror become a copy of a target artifact, creature, enchantment or even a land until end of turn. Uh the reason I like this so much personally is, is that you get to essentially for two mana whatever's on the board, you basically get to have anything from your opponents for your turn. Yeah. And if anybody vandal blasts or t- tries to destroy, you know, Mirage Mirror via Barrier Breach or uh, you know, any targeted, you know, ar- it's an artifact or You know, if you have it as an enchantment or anything like that, you can always just tap 2 to make it an enchantment. Make it a land and, you know, exile all non-land permanents. You know, somebody's playing an Urza's uh, Ruinous Blast. Well, now I'm just making this a land. I still have my Mirage Mirror.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good protection on that one. I like it. I like that
1: Uh, a lot. Ashen's got a bunch of uh, and uh, suggestions. So Psych Rift, uh, Pongify, Rapid Hybridization, Reality Shift uh raven form
0: oh raven form's a good one i like that card so cyclonic rift everyone knows what it does um if you don't it's one and a blue for an instant return target non-land permanent you don't control to its owner's hand or you can pay six and a blue and overload it and return all non-land permanents you don't control to their owner's hand uh yeah. pongify is another good one was single blue for an instant destroy target creature it can't be regenerated its controller makes a three three green ape creature token
1: yep and rapid hybridization is basically the same thing except it makes a green frog lizard token i believe
0: uh frog lizard yep for a single blue and rave is it raven form
1: uh if you haven't already done raven form it's a reality shift for the last one
0: raven form is two and a blue for a sorcery exile target artifact or creature its controller creates a one one blue bird with flying you can also foretell it for one blue and sometimes exiling something is what you need not just destroy
1: this is true this is true yeah it's why it's why barrier breach makes me sad every single time
0: hmm Okay, we've we're at eighty-nine <laughs> cards and we have a deck that looks pretty scary to play against. Um I think yeah, there's one for sure. I think there's one more planeswalker that I'd like to put in.
1: Sure. Does it give, give creatures flash?
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: I'm I'm impressed. Which I, one is it?
0: Koira, the crashing wave. So mm. two blue green uh for a two loyalty. Planeswalker. Uh, Plus one. Until your next turn, prevent all damage that would be dealt to and dealt by. Target permanent and opponent controls. Minus one. Draw a card. You may play an additional land this turn. Or my favorite, minus five. You get an emblem with, at the beginning of your end step, put a nine nine blue Kraken creature token onto the battlefield.
1: Oh, you want to make multiple Kraken... i do i do (laughs) (laughs) i so want those krakens all right let's do it let's throw it in
0: i think we do need some ramp in here now though
1: oh yeah for sure so if we if we're looking at the commander if do we really want to get this commander out necessarily turn four and just have it out because it has the ward two what do you think as far as strategically
0: this commander could go both ways being the Ward 2, it could survive or having its second ability could be instantly removed every single time. Right. I personally con- might play this mid to late game um, and try and get it off that way and hope that I've got the other stuff coming in as well, like Doubling Season, Parallel Lives, um, to get that set up.
1: Yeah, I think I'd agree with that um i mean if you can get her out early i think it's quite strong because then you'd be able to protect it yeah uh because ward two so for example uh typically in a green blue deck you want to be doing your turn two ramp spells right so things such as far seek nature's lore rampant growth three visits that way you have a third land and then on turn three, you play your fourth fourth land and you cast your commander. Hopefully not into any kind of counterspell magic on board, right? But once our commander, uh, the twin casters stick, especially early on, it's going to take a while or they're going to waste a lot of mana to get that, you know, with to get through the ward too, I think, just on its face value level. Well, yeah, because um, a
0: um, Path to Exile will cost three mana.
1: Right. So, and I mean, that's not even... I hadn't even thought about something like Fierce Guardianship yet, but that would be a perfect way to, you know, protect our commander from that, even on top of the ward.
0: Yeah. Also, you've got the boots. So.
1: Yeah, we can definitely throw the boots in.
0: Fierce Guardianship was from one of the Ikoria commanders. If you can still pick up one of those commander decks, this card is worth more than the deck sometimes. Um, So Fierce Guardianship is two and a blue for an instant. If you control a commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Counter target non-creature spell. Uh, It's one of the best force of wills for commander I have seen. Because there's a condition, you have to have your commander. But it's such a good card. Three mana to counter a spell is still reasonable to do as well.
1: Yeah, and I mean, consider the fact that it's counter a non-creature spell, right? So unless you're getting targeted by an ability, this can protect... Your commander from you know the chaos warps out there just anything else Hmm. that's an instant you know beast within things of that nature and they're paying two extra because of the ward so on top of them using extra mana you're also still countering it for free no less so i think that that's pretty fantastic if you ask me
0: the fact that it does non-creature as well means that there's a vast amount of commanders you can't counter for free there are the odd one or two Planeswalker ones. But generally, I think that makes it more fair that you can't counter someone's commander out of the blue for nothing.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um,
0: but yeah, I'm also going to put in Swiftfoot boots as well because for two mana artifact, quick for one, Creature gains Hexproof and Haste. It's just solid card.
1: Sure. Um, one... one thing that i just noticed uh do we have a tatiova in here yet by the way no i don't think that was suggested but i mean tatiova is a merfolk but it's just fantastic right anytime a land enters the battlefield you will get to draw a card and gain one life but that's just off of lands entering the battlefield i think
0: yeah that's whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control gain a life draw a card
1: yeah i mean i quite like it what do you think i think or it's does just, it not quite fit it's just incidental it tokens it's-
0: it's just intercentral card draw and life gain.
1: How are we looking right now as far as the deck?
0: So we're at 96 cards. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we're doing really well. Let me and take a look. Let's have a look. So our mana splits nice. Our CMC is 3.87. We have a good chunk of creatures and non-creature spells to trigger our Shark Typhoon. Yeah, we're looking pretty pretty good couple okay. more big flashy things and i think we're on our way.
1: So, if we're talking about big flashy things, i don't think i've ever seen this card not be a problem and i think it's even more so in this deck. Okay. How do you what do you think about a hornet queen here? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, four green green green. It's a 2 2 flying death touch insect. But when it enters the battlefield, we're gonna create four green insect creature tokens with flying and death touch.
0: Four one one eight. flying death touch creatures. Wow.
1: Yeah. So eight flying death touch sixteen. Depends on how many how many effects we have. Parallel lives. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's there's all the blockers you need for a while, right?
0: How many ETBs do we have?
1: Quite a few, if I'm not mistaken. So we have you know I'm things such as Avengers tempted and
0: to put in um, Vasa
1: Deep Dwelling. Oh yeah, it's on my list.
0: Just to keep bouncing things. So three and a blue for a six-five indestructible. As long as your devotion to blue is less than five, it's not a creature. But at the beginning of your end step, exile up to one target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. And for three and a blue tap target uh, creature, another one. A um, fun thing with this one is if you steal something uh, and then flick a, flick that flicker that, you keep it even if the steal effect's temporary because it enters back under your control. Just in case you decide to build another deck. Yeah,
1: that seems pretty great, huh? Ooh, ominous. Okay. Ominous. Hmm, I just seeds. had an interesting thought. What do you think of a? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna see. Draw a card. Get a om- omen counter, I believe, right? Uh, and you can when- make some krakens with it. Every time you have eight of
0: them. Yeah. Whenever you draw a card, put a foreshadow counter on it. Remove eight foreshadow counters. Create an eight-eight kraken. I like that.
1: Uh, Ashen says repudiate and replicate. Uh, it's the split card. Okay. From Ravnica Allegiance. Uh,
0: uh let me do the whole twisty side thing. So Simic Simic instant counter target activated or triggered ability. Yep. Yeah. Replicate one green blue sorcery. Create a token that is a copy of target yep. creature you control. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we can either copy something or we can go ahead and enjoy ourselves a nice little <laughs> nice little uh, count stifle effect.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Right, we've hit the hundred points, so now I okay. think what we should do is see if there's any cards that have better versions or if there's cards that you want to replace with other cards or if there's cards that don't seem to fit, mm. I don't feel anything in the maybe board that we've already shoved there goes in over anything personally,
1: yeah, I don't think that I don't think any of the maybe board necessarily takes over anything uh, I quite like the bio visionary alter. Alternate win con, so I quite like that one. Yeah. To be perfectly honest here. I that, think, I think it's something that you can definitely go for. Yeah. Um hmm. so my question is the giant Adiphage. Yes. I, I, I don't mind the seven seven trample and creating tokens of token copies of it, but I mean it has to deal combat damage, which is not hard.
0: Not with a seven seven trampler, no.
1: But, but I mean, wouldn't you have polyraptors? Or are we just doubling down on that kind of effect here?
0: Um, Polyraptor I'm going to keep in regardless. Giant Adophage, I can see that it doesn't have something like Indestructible, so it can, but then something like that would truly get out of hand. How about... A little bit. There's one thing that I'd like to put in that I don't think is in, and I can't see it. So I will take out Giant Adophage and put that in the maybe board. Okay. And I am want to put in followed footsteps. Okay. So for three blue-blue, it's an aura, enchant creature. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a token that is a copy of enchanted creature onto the battlefield. Simple. Does what we want to do.
1: Yeah. I quite like that, actually, a lot. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I think the mechanized production is the one that's weird for me.
0: Uh, where are we on that one? Mecha Dice Productions.
1: Artifacts. We can make a copy of, potentially, you know, helm of the Host, don't get me wrong, but that requires us to have a Sakashima out. Um, besides that, our artifacts were copying Bident of Thassa, Mimic Fat, Mirage Mirror, or we're relying on a Hull Breacher treasure token? Yeah. I think that feels bad for me, personally.
0: Yeah, let's take that out, then.
1: Um, um instead of... One I would suggest just actually, okay. Uh, for that, it's kind of split for me. I kind of want to put a little bit more ramp in. Okay. But there's also, so I'm going to throw two options out there for you. I quite like the idea of running a Song of Frailes, uh, two mana enchant uh, saga, uh, one in a green. First two chapters are until your next turn, creatures you control gain tap to add one mana of any color. Okay. So with all of our tokens it's potentially a nice little burst out of nowhere because it's not um cryptolith right that's there the whole time. And on the third one, put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control. Those creatures gain vigilance, trample, and indestructible until end of turn. So okay. that's kind of like a knockout punch in a in a way that potentially gets you back in the game if you've you know, if you've got not a whole lot of gas and if you top deck this with tokens on the board, but not much to do. I can see that being a thing. Uh, the other alternative that I was thinking of is probably just a Beastmaster Ascension. So Beastmaster Ascension, two and a green, and whenever a creature you control attacks, oh this is an enchantment, whenever a creature you control attacks, you may put a quest counter on Beastmaster Ascension. As long as Beastmaster Ascension has seven or more quest counters on it, creatures you control get plus five plus five.
0: Yeah, I quite like that. It turns our 1-1 one, one tentacles into 6-6s. Six
1: yeah, and at that point, I don't think you necessarily need uh, a whole bunch in the way of, you know, trample or anything like that if you're just going wide, as our strategy seems to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about Avengers of Zendikar, plants, or even horn Hornet Queen, you know, flying insects becoming 6-6s six with flying Death Touch. That'll do the job. Yeah. Uh, Ashen is saying that uh he's not sold on great henge here really okay because it's x is the greatest power among creatures you control how much power do we have because i'm not necessarily certain that we have a whole bunch of punch necessarily i think they're just smaller creatures for the most part until we get you know something like beastmaster ascension up i believe
0: yeah i suppose May I suggest, um, seeing as we have a lot of ETBs, a Conjurer's Closet. Oh, okay. So we can just, at the beginning of each end, uh, our end step, you may exile target creature control and return it to the battlefield under your control. So we'll have two opportunities to do that, doubling up on our ETB create tokens. I mean,
1: I, I guess it's a, I guess it's a question of how you want to do it. Um... Wouldn't you say that panharmonicon would be better because you're just getting it right off the bat, Fair. instead of having to wait until the end step?
0: Yeah, okay. If you're going
1: for the ETB trigger, you know, instead of waiting a second time to do it because you know you're subject to removal and things of that nature, why not just have panharmonicon out? And if they have it, if they have the removal, they have the removal. Otherwise, we're just going to get double the amount.
0: No, okay. Uh, I, I'll admit defeat. Panharmonicon. <laughs>
1: I'd rather just get the value up front, I think. Um, Ashen says, you're creating more tokens than creatures here, yeah? Hilarity, not rarity before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, urban Evolution, Most... or for a rarity, unexpected results. That's what... So, okay. So, Urban Evolution, I don't recall what that is off the top of my head. Three, green, gather.
0: blue for a sorcery, draw three cards, you may play an additional land this turn.
1: Okay. And then unexpected results, on the other hand, is... Let me pull that up here. Two green and blue for a sorcery. It shuffles your library, then reveals the top card. If it's a non-land card, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. If it is a land card, you may put it onto the battlefield and return unexpected results to its owner's hand. So you just do it again.
0: Okay. Okay. I say that can squeeze in. I'm going to take out a land because we don't need that many. Go down to 35. That can squeeze in quite nicely.
1: Mm-hmm. I need to find something to cut because there's one that I definitely want to put in here.
0: Okay, so you want something to cut? Yes. Okay.
1: So I'll, I'll while we're looking for what we're trying to cut, I'll, I'll go ahead and put the suggestion out here. So I want to put in a uh, Maskwood Nexus for this deck because I want to name Merfolk because we have... Copala. Um, so if we have Copala out, all of our creatures are merfolk, all of our creatures are going to essentially have the ward to effect, kind of. Yeah. Um, it'll just, everything will cast, cost two more to cast, or abilities that, you know, target a merfolk will cost two more. So that's on everything that we cre- that we're, it's kind of semi-protection, as well as just generating a bunch of tokens, anyhow.
0: Okay, no, I can see that. I Really like that. So, in the same instance as Conjurer's Closet, Thassa Deep Dwelling, then cut that one.
1: So well, Thassa it... Deep Dwelling is a guaranteed thing unless they remove it, right? So, well, it's more it's the fact that if we're
0: creating more tokens and creatures, we're not going to really be exiling much.
1: I would say keep the Thassa Deep Dwelling at that point. I would actually, honestly, cut the tatiova
0: uh That's a good point, actually. I forgot that was even in there.
1: Um, yeah,
0: how are we looking for me?
1: I think I think the over can go at that point for sure over the Thassa. I like the Thassa because Patron gets you the value up front, and then Thassa just kind of, if it's not removed, it can just continue to get us value. So I think that that's okay as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, this is almost complete. We're at a hundred cards. I'm. I want to play this deck. I'm. I really want to build this deck.
1: <laughs> it seems like a lot of fun. It's not it it it's it's got a punch for sure uh jojo we've got some card draw in so one Biden of thassa we have some card draw let me see here
0: we have Biden mm-hmm. of thassa we have uh garrick's uprising
1: mm-hmm.
0: we have koira kondoras cards toski kondoras yeah. card tireless tracker
1: yeah tireless tracker toski is another big card draw for us And... let me see here... I feel like we had one more somewhere. I'm sure there was one hiding. No, maybe not. Maybe we are lacking on card draw here, I think.
0: Oh, we did have the Great Henge, but it got taken out.
1: Ah, that's what it was, yeah. Okay, so... maybe a little bit more on the card draw, okay. Uh... Elemental Bond? Maybe? Um, what was the one from
0: Guilds of Ravnica? Are you talking about the one that went to the maybe board? Well, that's, what, does Elemental Bond do tokens whenever a creature? Yeah, okay. Let's just yep. put Elemental Bond in, and I'm going to take out. I think I'm going to take out Pongify.
1: Yeah, one target removal. I think I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. And then do, you wanna, ha- do
1: you want to? Do you want to make the frog lizard, or do you want to make the ape? I want
0: to make the. Fr- <laughs> I want to make the frizzard.
1: Okay, fair enough. All right.
0: I mean, we could always put in a war room. Arch of Araska, because we're running Field of the Dead. Get us different lands, which will also yeah, I'd agree with that. draw cards.
1: Yeah, War Room, Arch of Araska. We can we can definitely draw some cards that way. Let's see. I'm also looking at this Mystic Genesis, and I'm wondering if it's good enough.
0: Mystic Genesis?
1: Uh, uh The instant counterspell that makes a green ooze token.
0: Okay, so if we put that to the maybe board and find one more card draw, and then wrap it up.
1: Oh, we also had Shaper Sanctuary as a card draw effect. Whenever a creature uh, becomes the target of a spell or ability, we may draw a card.
0: Oh, that was the other one, yes.
1: That's what we were missing, Yep. Yeah. What's
0: the I quite um, that one. What's the enchantment that you can sacrifice a creature to draw cards equal to its power?
1: Greater good? Ah, that one. But then you have to discard three. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah,
0: maybe not so good.
1: Hmm. Uh, Ashen says invert the skies replace Mystic Genesis. Invert the skies is three and a simic hybrid uh for an instant. Creatures your opponents control lose flying until end of turn if green was spent to play invert the skies. And creatures you control gain flying until the end of turn if blue was spent to play it. Ah, so, so we can
0: just fly over and kill someone. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Yeah, that can go instead of the um
1: Mystic Genesis. Mystic
0: Genesis. Yeah i'm quite happy with that i did
1: yeah i had an interesting thought and then it slipped my mind after i was looking at that <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's, let's have a little look as at as this you do. so we can click on play test see what happens two lands far seek heroic intervention maskwood nexus spark double uh then if we draw our first five cards island Ooh, doubling season whole breacher, mimic vax with food boot
1: did we put in greater good?
0: No, I didn't think we had the power to get through that.
1: Okay. What do you think of... Because we're still looking for a card draw effect, right? Potentially? Just one. What do you think of Return to the Return of the Wildspeaker? Uh,
0: four and a green instant draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control, and non-human creatures you control get plus three, plus three to end of turn. Yeah, I quite like that modal spell, actually. Um, I think... I think I definitely want that in there.
1: Yeah, Ashen's suggesting a shamanic uh, revelation. Shamanic revelation is... Uh, three green green for the sorcery that draws a card for each creature you control. Ferocious, you gain four life for each creature you control with power four or greater.
0: Oh, I'd rather have that over the other one.
1: Yeah, we can do that.
0: Um. So yeah, Return of the Wild Speaker can come out. Uh, where is that gone? There. Um, also, I think I would prefer, uh, Replicate, um, and Repudicate to come out over that other spell as well.
1: Which one? Return to the Wildspeaker? Return of the Wildspeaker?
0: No, we were at 101, so I'd rather cut that one. Ah, okay. As well. Understood.
1: Um, for Invert the Skies. Yeah, Invert the Skies, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, I think, uh... Since we have the Field of the Dead, I think the only two that I really want to suggest are Thespian Stage and Vesuva. Just to copy Field of the Dead and get even more zombies. But outside of that, the only other land I could think of for value is a Mystic Sanctuary, if we haven't added that one in already.
0: Mystic Sanctuary? Yep.
1: Yep. Oh, Castle Garenberg. I quite like Castle Garenberg, since we have 21 creatures anyways.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you really want to, we can go Castle Vantres as well. And there's all, and then you can add in all the jewel lands you like, so breeding pool, um, any guild gates. If you really need to, just to buff them up, get your different land count.
1: Yeah, I think I quite like that. Oh, uh, your pet card, Flash Land, uh, Alchemist Refuge.
0: That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah, seems like a fair, fair include. We're in Simic. Let's do some Flash. Yeah. Just on all land. Nothing nothing too degenerate, right? Nothing too bad. But, mm. but yeah, I think uh, that's a deck as far as I'm concerned. Because um, the only thing... Uh, Ashen says Lijara Mirror Lake. Mirror Lake? What's this one?
0: Uh, it's a land that enters tapped. Add a blue to green green blue tap sacrifice create a token that's a copy of target creature you control except it enters the battlefield with additional plus one counter on it activate as a sorcery yeah we can put that one in that's pretty good okay yeah
1: i am happy yeah the only thing for me as much as i like oko i don't know do you think that plus one is is good enough to to go ahead and do that constantly or do you think it's just going to get hated out the game real fast just out of curiosity
0: I like it for the um well the, the the food tokens is good life gain um okay but sometimes you just need to elk stuff and okay. in all fairness is once per cycle so it's not as broken as you may think
1: okay that's fair yeah cuz the only thing that I I really want to throw in because of maybe we get rid of the azuri's predation actually cuz that seems high to cast Okay. We'll get a lot of beasts and we'll fight. Um, my suggestion for Aziri's Predation is actually going to be a Court of Calling because of how wide we're going. And we could just fetch a creature that we need. Because yeah. Court of Calling, w- with the Convoke, we could do that this at instant speed. And we can get something out like our Hornet Queen, our Avenger of Zendikar, our Coma, whatever we're really feeling. And it's an easy way to do it, especially with how many tokens we're going, I feel like. Okay, well
0: I'll move um, the Azori to sideboard, maybe board, and we'll put in the Cord of Calling.
1: Yeah, I think at that point I am good on this deck. I think it's come together quite well, actually.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see how Wizards build it. <laughs> maybe there'll be a doubling oh, yeah. season in there or not, but other, I don't think it'll be it's as um, <laughs> mad as we've gone. But um, it's one of the decks I'm interested in purchasing, definitely.
1: Yeah, no, this can definitely do some work, I think.
0: Yeah. But uh, are you happy with this?
1: Yeah, I'm happy.
0: Okay. Or are you happy? I, I'm very happy, actually. Um, but I think that, that's all for now, really. If uh, you want to see more, visit our hub, into dot 99com for more articles, videos, podcasts, plus the link to our Discord community. Uh, finally, if you wish to support us in a more financial way, please see our merch store for great t-shirts and more. Remember, don't just get into the 99. Wear it. Uh, but that's all from me. Um, and that's probably as all from Han, too.
1: <laughs> yep, that's it for me, too. Have a good night, everybody. We love you all. Thank you for staying with us.
0: Have a good night. Be safe. See you next week.